Okay, let's start with Launchpad McQuack. Uh, that's not the actual title. We are Frank Reviews! One, two, three, four! Oh, that looks brutal, and I love it. Perfect, thank you. <laughs> Can I get you some water? You okay? Um, you're good. Okay. Hi, everybody. I'm Harrison, and welcome to Frank Reviews of Mothers. Smoking stems. <laughs> this is, that's Frank. I'm Harrison. Hi. Uh, this week, we watched, for the 10th anniversary, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Uh, the movie based on a comic book, based on a video game, based on a guy just growing up listening to a bunch of different music as he played video games uh, for his entire life. Dad, what did you think of Frank Reviews? I really liked it. You really liked it? I really it. liked okay, it. good. It was cool. You know what it reminded me of? Um, okay. Napoleon Dynamite. Re okay. Really? That, yeah, Scott Pilgrim is kind of like... Kind of like Napoleon, like oh the the character, the character, I mean. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the well, the, well, go go, go go yeah, into the, the that. character. It's not a comparison he was just I was expecting kinda, to hear. Kind of mellow and and just sort of, I guess, with it. But uh, <laughs> like he's he's cool, but the world doesn't seem to fit around him. You know, okay. And, and Scott Pilgrim, like he's with it, but. The world's not with it, or something. There's a <clears throat> there's a misconnection. The, there. the way I always saw this movie specifically, because if you read the comic books, there's obviously you know there's six volumes of the comic book, and it takes place over the course of about a year. Whereas this movie, the whole plot takes place over the course of like two weeks or something. Yeah, a like couple. That. Of, yeah. The way I always read it that this movie was how Scott Pilgrim saw the world around him. You okay. can tell that all of the other characters, they are, like, completely, fully realized creations, but they're just not central to the focus in this movie. So there's all these other movies going on around Scott Pilgrim. Okay. But he is not paying attention to any of it until it literally punches him in the face yeah that's that's <laughs> yeah he, he yeah he he seemed to have some kind of a disconnect with oh far and with, away yeah um um but loved it loved the pace loved it loved the okay, style good. i mean they throw in some um uh, video games old timey video games they throw in <laughs> comics i love the uh Pow, bash, the, lightning the, uh, bolts coming out of people's the, heads. The onomatopoeia, the, um, the Batman style. Yep. Pow, zip, yep. KO. And then and two people charging each other, and the top half of the screen is one person. <laughs> the bottom half of the screen is the other. And, the, and, yeah. the, the making of featurettes on the Blu-ray for this movie are fascinating because you see just how insane the people went trying to storyboard this movie ahead of time. Uh, uh, um, uh, designing all of the elements. What's really crazy is the first comic volume came out in 2004 and Edgar Wright, and that was the same year that uh, Shaun of the Dead came out, Edgar okay. Wright's first uh, 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 movie. And Edgar Wright and Brian Lee O'Malley, the writer and artist of the comic series, like kind of 
got together pretty quickly after that. And the development, the development of this movie just kind of was all over the place over the next six years. So if you ever read the comics, which I kind of doubt you will, um, based on your reaction to Watchmen. Well, (laughs) I mean, I would certainly try it, but Watchmen was just whack. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but, uh, if you read the comics, the first volume, which is titled Scott Pilgrim's Precious Little Life, is the first half hour of this movie. Okay. Almost beat for beat verbatim. Okay. It's, uh, Scott and, uh, uh, Stephen Stills and Kim Pine and young Neil hanging out, talking about how he's, Scott is dating a high schooler. Knives co- uh, comes over. They have a band practice. Uh, uh, stuff happens, uh, awkward first date with knives. They, uh, Scott meets Ramona. He orders the package. Um, they have an awkward first date. Uh, they go to the first battle of the bands and, uh, what's his name? Um, Matthew Patel bursts in from the ceiling. Right. Everything in the first half hour of this movie is in that first volume of the comic book. And then... For the for the rest of the movie, it goes off in a nearly completely different direction okay. uh, than the comics, but still has the superstructure of the rest of the seven evil X's. So it's usually just one evil X per volume with the that twins. Would make, <clears throat> that being, would make more sense. Yeah, with the twins <clears throat> being uh, uh, together really, okay. in volume five. Of course, yeah. Uh, so did you want to do this like how we did um, uh, our first episode of John Wick? Uh, where we just go through the evil X's beat for beat. And, sure. Uh, okay. Sure. Let me sure. pull up a seven. There, were, there was uh, some other X's. weird, like weird, funny, right, and unusual stuff. <clears throat> but everybody just takes it naturally. But he's yeah. got a roommate, <laughs> or he's got a roommate who's a gay guy, right? Um, Wallace and, Wells, and uh, um, played by Kieran Culkin. Who uh, was Pilgrim. a very small child in the first Home Alone? Scott Scott Pilgrim's um, hetero, and yet they share the same bed, but just they just sleep. You know, it's just like two guys just sleeping together on the same mattress. We did <clears throat> on noti- the floor. We did notice while watching this movie, and this movie is literally ten years old. The day that this podcast is releasing, I'm dropping this a day early so we can make that date. Mm. But, yeah, ooh. Mm. But um, we did notice, like, for the most part, like, 99% of this movie holds up, but there's a lot of just odd gay jokes, and a lot of weird, like, I don't want to, I don't know if they count as slurs, but weird jokes about Knives' ethnicity. Like, uh, Gideon calls her Kung Pao Chicken. Right. And Scott says, like, aren't you not allowed to date out of your race? Are we eating Chinese food at your, it's like, wait a minute, Hank, what, what? What? Yeah. So, now, for what, a 2015 movie? 2010. 2010 movie, okay, yeah, duh. Brian Lee O'Malley is, he's a Canadian native, but, uh, um, he is uh, of Asian descent, so I don't know if he's like if he's got like uh, a pass on that, and they were just doing that like as a friendly jive sort of thing, or I don't, I, don't, I can't I don't know. speak I, to that. And I would, I would picture like teens and twenty somethings behaving that way. Oh yeah, you it's know, absolutely if, like yeah. Like, I, what I, am I saying? Yeah, you've. 
<laughs> like like Scott you tells us. You've dealt with high schoolers far yeah. more recently than I've dealt yeah. with high schoolers. Yeah. They, they don't mean is, it maliciously. That's yeah. not to imply that whatever you say non-maliciously is not racist or something, but still. Yeah, or bigoted or <clears throat> yeah, homophobic yeah. They, or whatever. Uh, you know, they they all roll with it. And um, I mean, Scott tells his roommate, uh, no, I don't want you here because you're getting your gayness no. all over the place. Oh, right. <laughs> you know, I don't want all your gayness here. <laughs> and then and then when Scott whines, Wallace just replies, I can't believe you're worried about me gaying up yeah. the place. Yes. Exactly. Uh, yeah, Scott throughout the movie is just kind of whiny and has... Michael Sarah as an actor, has the most amazingly effete run. Like, just watching him run away from the camera. Yeah. It's just like, what? <laughs> what is happening? What is happening here? And yet, <clears throat> Wallace is supposedly the gay stereotype. Yeah. Um, I, I like his habit, too, of... Uh... Well, um, like something happened and I can't tell you about it. And then instantly he tells you all about it. Yep. Yep. Instantly. Yep. He pulls that yep. a couple of times. That's well, funny. The joke that you really reacted to was uh, when they're at the party earlier in the movie and Scott holds up a scribble drawing of Ramona's hair. Yes. It's like, hey, do you know a girl with hair like this? And the guy immediately responds with, yes, that's Ramona that's Flowers. Ramona, yeah. The joke there is, so that scribble was drawn by Brian Lee O'Malley, the creator of the whole shebang but the re- original joke was going to be he holds up a picture of how ramona actually looks in the comics and instead brian lee o'malley just craps out this quick little doodle sketch and it, the the joke works so yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely it was, in love it with was this funny insane yeah, very movie. Funny. okay so uh evil x rundown so the first one matthew patel is the uh, Indian hipster guy with the hipster chicks that attack uh, during the first battle of the band. Yes. What did you think of Matthew Patel? Um, I like the, the the style of the movie is regular people all of a sudden turn into comic book characters mm. and jumping up in the air and pow and bunching. <laughs> and nobody seemed to get hurt, no matter how many times you get punched, kicked, smashed, thrown or something, everybody just kept coming right back for it. Yep. You know, uh, you, you either get one really stylistic cut across your cheek, right. or you immediately evaporate into coins. Okay. Those are the two ways that you get yeah. hurt in this movie. Yeah. There is a throwaway line in the comic book as Matthew Patel is first attacking that I'm a little cranky they cut from the movie. And uh, I think it's Stephen Stills, but he says like, well, he's going to have a rough time. Scott's the best fighter in the province. So, like, the idea that these people having these weird video game fights is commonplace to the point where Scott Pilgrim is known as the best fighter in uh, 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 all of uh, um, the, the, the Toronto region. Right. It's just, I kind of wish they kept that line in the movie. <laughs> I get, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, okay, this, yeah. This guy, like, who the heck is this guy? And then you sort of catch on to, like, who he is, you know, the, the first evil act. Yeah, Ramona uh, has that little, like, yeah. they kissed once after beating yeah. up the football team in high school. Yeah. Like, that's not much of an act. Yeah, oh, and Ramona keeps saying, oh, oh, I dated him in eighth grade. Oh, I dated him in ninth grade. Oh, I yeah. Did, you know, <clears throat> so um, these are people that really have zero consequence in her life and yet have become <laughs> evil ex-boyfriends. Uh, right, yeah. Uh, well, I guess I should also ask before we even get into the rest of the exes, what did you think of Ramona as a character? Great. You liked Great. her? Yeah, okay. I liked her a lot. That's, I liked, um, I liked the, con- the, the hair kept changing the hair. <laughs> that was cool. Oh, but uh, I also liked, um, 
uh, Knives when she did the half blue hair. Right, yes. You know, that was there, like a neat neat twist. There's on. that weird, subtle thing that they have uh, with Knives throughout the movie. Um, she starts off just as a kind of generic... Uh, uh, a Catholic high school girl, and then she gets that drastic haircut to closer resemble uh, Kim after yes. after discovering that Kim and Scott used to date. So she's trying to mold herself right. into this older girl, and then she gets the highlights in her hair to more mirror Ramona, Ramona once yeah. she realizes that Scott and Ramona are together. And then I think by the end of the movie, she develops her own style, which... Uh, uh, but we'll get to the end of the movie in a minute. Uh, so, Evil X number two is Lucas Lee, played by Chris Evans, a.k.a. Captain America. Yes. <laughs> yes. The skateboarder action movie yeah. star. What did you think of uh, uh, Lucas Lee? Funny, funny, really yeah. funny. He reminded me a little bit of... Um, um, who's the guy that does the mission? Tom Cruise. Really? Yeah, okay. Bit, like All his, right. His face and mannerisms and, and his... Uh, confident attitude and you know his, his arrogance <laughs> I, and i really do like i i i love chris evans so much and his portrayal of captain america is probably one of like the greatest things in the marvel movies but he's so straight laced all the time in those things because of how captain america is. yeah he's so getting, captain america. getting to watch him be like yeah i let him do my wide shots when i get blazed in my yeah. winnie yeah <laughs> yeah he... <clears throat> He was funny. I I absolutely love him. Uh, Todd Ingram, X number three, uh, played by Son of a Gun. I'm not looking at the movie version of the thing. Brandon Routh, uh, who played Superman in 2006's Superman Returns. He also plays the Atom in Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, He's probably my favorite of the evil X's. What did um, you think of Todd Ingram? Let me think. What did he do? I'm trying to picture which one. Oh, he, he was. was the he had the psychic vegan powers. <laughs> <laughs> the psychic vegan powers. Oh my god, that was so yeah. flipping nuts. And he's dating Scott's evil ex. Yes, um, son of a gun. What What's was her it, the name? The blonde. The the blonde can't envy Adams. Envy, yes. Uh, who is played by Brie Larson, okay. who plays Captain Marvel in the okay. Marvel movies. Okay. Um, yeah, they have uh, the big psychic fight. He throws yes. Scott through a bunch of walls, and then Scott... Uh, like three, well, three walls at one three time. Three walls at one time. They have a base battle, which yes. I absolutely love. Which is really... <clears throat> and he's playing this phenomenal riff on the bass... And Scott Pilgrim's just going dun 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 one now, note. What's hilarious is my, uh, so Brandon Routh is not a real musician, so you don't actually see him You're playing right. the bass. Michael Sarah is a real, very talented musician, and he had to dumb down all okay. of his playing okay. to be Scott Pilgrim. Um, so he he defeats him by tricking him into drinking half and half. Yes, and then the <clears throat> vegan police show the up. The vegan police show the up and. Vegan- and laser him. <clears throat> that was crazy. I love the vegan police yeah. so much. And, uh, oh, son of a gun. I should probably just keep the IMDb open on this. But one of the two vegan police is played by... Where is it, son of a gun? Full cast. Other oh, Scott. There's so many people in this movie. Some guy. 
Oh my, there's literally just some guy credited as some guy. There it is. He's played by Thomas Jane. And uh, Thomas Jane played the Punisher in the 2004 movie version of The Punisher. So there's another superhero oh, okay, in this cool. movie. Yeah. Uh, okay, so number four is Roxy Richter, uh, played by Mae Whitman, who attacks Scott Pilgrim in the club. She's like a crazy ninja, and it ends up being her fighting Ramona. Yes. Yes. What did you think of Roxy? Oh, that's right. Well, I was going to say, how could she be an ex? But then, uh, uh, what did Roxy say? <laughs> you had a sexy phase? Yeah. Yeah, I had a sexy uh, phase. Wait, one of my favorite lines in the movie is, uh, I was just a little bi-curious. Well, I'm a little bi-furious. Yes, that was good. Yeah. Uh, but no, you laughed so hard at her reveal a little earlier in the movie, which was, uh, you punched me in the boob. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you there weren't a lot of like laugh out loud lines for you in this movie, but every time I looked over at you, you just had this look of like glee yeah. watching it. It was fun. Movie. It was a fun movie, yeah. Uh yeah. So you uh She uh, was good. Uh, Ramona pulls a hammer out of her bag and yes. they start fighting with that. Um Oh my god, I love it so much. My favorite they're not my favorite exes, but it's absolutely my favorite scene in the movie. The Katya Nagi twin. Yes. Uh, for the amp versus amp battle of the bands. Yes. And I always love it when a movie goes straight into, we are going to fight one another with music. And okay. they're just intentionally staring. They get into it a little bit earlier with the bass battle, but in this case, they literally summon giant monsters from their amps. From their amps. Two dragons. from Two the- dragons and this weird, like, yeti thing. Yeah. Uh, um, with the song Threshold, which is my favorite song from the movie. Okay. Uh, and I, I love that sequence. Yeah, that was so good. That was good because it really, it really started ratcheting up the mm-hmm, the action mm-hmm. in the movie. Yeah, and one of my favorite weird little jokes. So you see the Katayanagi twins twist their dials on their soundboards at one point, and it's all in Japanese lettering. But at one point, they twist the dials up to the Japanese lettering for eleven. So first off, uh, they are X's five and six, and that adds up to eleven. But more importantly, and even dumber than that, the running gag forever established by the movie This Is Spinal Tap right. has been that these idiot uh, rock musicians have these amps where the dials go up to 11. Well, what's the purpose of that? Well, it goes up to 11. Wouldn't you just make 10 louder? But it goes up to 11. And it's become this insane gag every time there's a knob on the screen you always check to see if it goes see if up there's to an 11 yep. Yeah. yep so i love that weird little not only in joke to this is spinal tap but it's also a in joke in japanese to this is spinal tap i always love that cool uh so much and then uh finally we get to gideon graves what did you think of gideon, gideon the final gideon. boss played by jason schwartzman in the movie um, he's this real little guy compared to Ramona, uh, got big hair, uh, uh, limousine. He's the record executive. Yes, yes, yes. Wore the course. white suit jacket with yes. the red shirt. Yes. Pulled a seven foot long blue sword out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> total sleaze bag. Easy to hate. Yep. yep. Easy to, you know, easy to, to hope to see go down, which, he, which he did. 
he like you see him a little bit in the crowd shots of the uh threshold fight sequence but his actual introduction when he starts actually interacting with scott is the background music is under my thumb by right. uh, rolling stones right i'm like oh oh we're just right on the nose we've yeah. found the nose and we're pressing right into right. it okay um did you have any passing thoughts on him besides easy to hate? It's, Which um, he is. I, yeah, you could. Uh, it, it was interesting to see the the little computer chip in the back of Ramona's neck. Yeah, that's you know, a like, complete invention for this movie. She, but, uh, yeah. you know, she kept saying that there's oh something about him. He's he's got me or something right. or whatever. You know, so under uh, his thumb. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for Scott Pilgrim to just say, "Well, here, let me just pull it out and." then step on it or something there's always i i i feel like they missed a a diet well i mean when she reveals the computer chip it's in a dream sequence while he is dead so i guess he right. can't pull it out right okay so yeah and, and there's also always i don't think they had it in this movie but there's always some sort of throwaway dialogue where it's like no it's integrated into their spine if we just rip it out they'll die yes there's yeah. always some sort of sci-fi yeah. nonsense throwaway yeah that you line. can't remove it yeah, yeah exactly but it's for plot purposes yeah. we have to do the complicated thing yes i always yeah it's uh yeah going back to the oxygen destroyer you, you oh, can't yeah. explain it too much or yes. else it won't make sense exactly yeah yeah just leave the mystery in there uh so at the end um scott uh uh he's about to face off with nega scott which yes there's always an evil version of the hero yep. in these video games there's yep. metal sonic the hedgehog there's there's always some sort of evil anti-hero version and then it turns into nothing and you find out they're just he's a nice guy the negative scott yeah the mega scott yeah and um and then uh uh scott says goodbye to knives and goes off with ramona into the sunrise with the toronto background uh uh behind them what did you have any thoughts about the ending or anything the, um um <clears throat> uh, you always i always felt bad for knives you right. know, because she's just a, an innocent young silly high school girl excuse me high school girls but, uh, <laughs> you know just kind of silly naive uh, but you can see her progress through the movie she gets more and more sophisticated as she meets more and more people and she develops a personality and individuality and then when she says she'll yeah i'll be okay then it's like yeah she will be because she doesn't need to hang on to scott anymore you yeah, know so, so and she frees him up for his dream girl which right. which was nice literally dream girl ramona does use his brain as a weird subspace slip space highway thing but whatever but what's fascinating is so like i said this movie was in development while brian lee o'malley was finishing the comics um scott was originally supposed to end up with knives they shot the ending where he really ends up with knives at the end of the movie i and you, you, they they seem to get you to think that yeah oh, he's gonna stay with because ramona's walking away yeah exactly he's gonna be with so the, the alternate ending that's on the blu-ray is like he walks away into the same sunrise with knives and they talk about going to the arcade and scott makes a joke about it well i've got plenty of quarters yeah after right all, exactly change rain down from the <clears throat> exactly. side uh now i really like how um knives becomes her own person yes and uh 
Yeah, uh, there's. She, she wasn't like a little uh, silly little girl anymore. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Um, which is hilarious because yeah, this movie takes place over the course of like two or three weeks maximum. Right. And Knives Chow, a seventeen-year-old high school girl, has grown up exponentially yes. in the space in of a those. couple of weeks. Yeah. It makes more sense in the comics where it takes place over a year yeah. or so, but it's still great. Uh, Scott. Ramona. Oh, uh, when was that one scene where um, I think Ramona or s- somehow <clears throat> Knives gets hit or something and, and knocks the the uh, blue right out of her hair? Yes. Uh, Todd, ex- Evil X number three. That's right. right, right, right punches right. not. Knives makes some comment about like freaking out, fangirling out over Envy Adams. Like, I've kissed the lips that kissed you. Um, and then Todd. Not really prompted. Right. Just decks her yeah. in the face. Yeah. Yeah, it goes. I don't I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. It knocks God knocks the blue right out of her hair. Yeah. Just, and I do love how uh um uh the guy that plays young Neil sells that moment. He punched he just full of angry emotion. Yeah. Like he's in like uh saving private Ryan. Yeah. Like he punched the highlights out of her hair. <laughs> you just full twisty faced <laughs> grief yeah. emotion. Uh uh <laughs> I love that so much. Uh anything else you want to comment about on the movie? Any any, any other movies like that? Era? Uh, pretty much just the entire canon of Edgar Wright, which is we've covered uh, so now we, he's made five movies, and that's Sean in in order: Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, Scott Pilgrim, The World's End, and Baby Driver. We've not covered Hot Fuzz, which I think it's one of my favorites of his. Okay, but we're also still going through horrifying uh uh, uh periods of uh well more public displays, I should say, of police brutality. So maybe covering Hot Fuzz right now is a bad idea. Yes. Even though they're English cops. Yeah. But whatever have you. I've also not seen Baby Driver, his most recent one. Oh, cool. I haven't, I didn't have anybody to go see the movie with at the time. So if you want to cover Baby Driver at some point. Might be good. Yeah, Might be good. Uh, I've heard good things. Um, But I meant movies like where where they're (laughs) part- Part regular movie, part, part video comic game, part, book, I will, part video game. I will uh, bother my friends and see if they have any recommendations okay. about that. Yeah, because that uh, was fun. In the meantime, I guess we'll keep waiting for Kung Fury 2. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, which we did have some comments about how uh, they appreciated how most of the episode was us just laughing hysterically yes, yes. at that movie. Uh, was, movie, that short, was, whatever. It was uh, um, just... <laughs> you know, int- just intense, very, yeah. very, yeah. very uh, uh, clever. But uh, otherwise, I think we should circle back and do what we were going to try to do last week, which is Knives Out, the Ryan Johnson directed murder mystery. Um, you got it. Oh, so okay. yeah, uh, if that's okay with you, and then we can yep. get back into doing. Uh, I don't know if you wanted to wrap up um, the next two. Uh, John Wick's, the rest of the Mad Maxes. Ooh, wow. Uh, the Such third choices. and uh, final Evil Dead Army of Darkness. Wow. Such um, choices. Yeah. But hey, we can we can even alternate back and forth between all of them. But uh, I figured Knives Out next week and then whatever. Okay. 
And then as we get closer to it, uh, I know we have plans for the mo- the whole month of October in place, which I'm very excited Okay. For. But uh, any closing thoughts on Scott Pilgrim before we wrap of, it up? A lot of fun. Very entertaining. Very Good. clever. A uh, million uh, uh, subtleties in it that you won't see. Oh, or my you, God. You, you know, you, there, you, there was a joke. Um, I always, I've seen this movie countless times, and Roxy at one point calls Ramona a... I thought she said has been. Oh yeah, which yeah, makes yeah, yeah. Sense, yes. but with the subtitles on, yes, it's she says she calls Ramona a has been, has which is a pun on lesbian and has been, and it's like, yes. how did I not catch that? So it's your ten, like <clears throat> after ten years of this, yeah. that's like your ex, your ex <laughs> lesbian lover, right? Yeah, yeah. it's that's a, has ooh, been. Wow, I don't know if that is that like a real thing. I or? have legit. I haven't googled okay. it to be honest. But um, yeah. any of our uh, lesbian listeners. Uh, <laughs> Please let us know if, if that's a real thing. You know, we'll <laughs> we'll uh, broaden our uh, culture. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, pod underscore Frank on the Twitter. Uh, I also now am doing uh, Muscle Nerd Studios on Instagram as a catch-all for all of my cosplay. And if you want to see fun pictures of my cat, uh, they're also on there. Uh, and otherwise, uh, yeah, Dad, take us out. Well, as you know. We've got an election coming up. I know. It's still a couple months away, but get ready. Vote early, vote often. Um, I don't care who you vote for, just vote. I do care, but, you know, that's a personal choice. Uh, And keep wearing your mask. Don't be flipping stupid. You're just stupid if you don't wear your mask. You're just stupid. Science, you cannot change the laws of science. You can't. Okay? Rona gonna get ya. <laughs> Alright. Uh, and uh, be good to each other. Do something uh, valuable with your life uh, instead of sitting around listening to podcasts. Or, you know, you could do productive things while listening to podcasts. Mm. Give us a, give you know, I never maybe see circle back, listen to our Dune episode or Godzilla. Yeah, I, I never see anybody doing anything yeah, productive while they're listening to podcasts. Alright, well, bye everybody. Bye and stuff. Yeah. And stuff. And stuff. And stuff. God dang it. Alright. You, you, if you order online, you can very clearly label. I did, I did, I did. And you didn't read the label. Yeah, because Harry looks like Kathy. Yeah, it really does. Okay. <sighs> All right. Well, uh, so here's what I want. Let's let's just start this off. Um, normally, I save this for the tail end of the episode, but I want you to kind of push the mic away from your face a little bit, but still point your face directly at the mic. Just get a little bit of distance, and I want you to scream Kim Pine style. If you remember, she's the Kim we Pine. are sex babam one two three four. Kim Pine. Style. She's the, the 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 drummer from Scott Pilgrim. Yes, but Kim she, Pines. Her name is Pine Style. No, no, her name is Kim Pines. Kim Pines. Kim Pine. I think it's now. I'm Kim forgetting Pine. if it's plural. So or you not. want? So I want you Kim to Pine yell style. the way she yells. Oh my god! In the movie, if you could just scream. No, it's like you still got to get your face directly at it. Uh, if you could yeah. yell. Um, we are Frank Reviews, one, two, three, four.
We are Frank Reed. No, no, just just scream it like you're at a rock show. Oh. Yeah. Just belt it. Go for it.